We are full swing into Christmas season. It's only 10 days to Christmas. Today's the 15th. It's only 10 days to Christmas. You know, uh, part of being successful in life in the natural is to recognize the season that you're in. Uh, this is also true in the Christian walk. So I, I, if you want a title for this, I don't know. I give it, it, It's the season to remember Jesus. You know, we all get busy with lots of things during the Christmas season, shopping for gifts and cooking food and enjoying the lights and decorations and uh, traveling to family members' houses. I know they were, one of my friends, he has a helicopter and he he flew over the Rhema lights last night and sent me some pictures of it. And, uh, you know, uh, it's pretty nice when you go out and you see the lights, but we need to remember that the season, this season, Jesus is the light of the world when we see those lights. The real reason for the season is to remember that Jesus came. All the other stuff, gifts, lights, decoration, food, being with family, that's, that's all what sometimes we call icing on the cake. You know, that's just extra. Now, I want you to look with me to, at the prophet Isaiah. He is referred to quite often in theological circles as the messianic prophet because he prophesied in amazing detail the coming of the Messiah. Now, look at Isaiah seven fourteen. I'm going to read the NLT. All right, then. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Then over in Isaiah 9, 6, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government shall rest upon his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, Isaiah spoke this Many, many years before it ever happened. Hundreds of years before it ever happened. He, he gave this prophecy. Now, he revealed how Jesus would come to the earth. and But people did not receive it. If the leaders of Israel had been you know, aware, or maybe we say cognizant of the season and listen to the prophet, they will have been prepared for the Christ child's coming. But no, they were looking for somebody to come and free them from the Roman rule, a king. They did not recognize Jesus coming as a baby, although the prophet Isaiah prophesied it. In fact, Back then in the synagogue, they read from the prophet Isaiah more than they read any other any other from the from the scrolls. They failed to recognize the season. They you know, and so they didn't act accordingly. They didn't act in a way that enabled them to get the benefit of Jesus coming. 
You know, we need to listen to the word of God and take heed to what it says and be ready for the season that we're living in now. The verses I spoke to you there, they talked of Jesus coming to earth, but we're living in the verses of the scripture that says he's going to return to earth. You know, if he ever, if he fulfilled that promise of coming there, he will fulfill the other promises of returning to earth. You know, the lesson that we can learn here from history of the children of Israel is to be prepared for the season in which we're in and which is coming. The season it's, it, the Lord is going to return. Now, he said, occupy till he comes. So that's the season we're in, occupy. But we're looking for his return, expecting it. They, although they read the prophet Isaiah, they were not expecting the Messiah when he came on that night in Bethlehem. You know, we say that the Christmas season began over 2,000 years ago when he came. Now, I'm not going to get in an argument with you. Some people say, well, it wasn't at this time of the year. Others say it was other times. I say it like this. I don't know whether it was or not, but this is when I celebrate him coming. So I'm not going to get in an argument with anybody. I'm just going to say, hey, this is when I celebrate him coming. You can celebrate when you want to. Now, during the Christmas season, we need to remember some things. This is the season to remember that God's presence is with us. Isaiah seven fourteen. All right, then look, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God's with us. The exciting part about Christmas is that God came to us in most other, all the religions that you can study and of course, when you go to Bible school, you have to study all the religions and different things. They are all trying to get good enough and worthy enough to go in to their God. The beauty of Christianity is God came to us when we weren't worthy. He came to us. There's a di- that, that's the big difference between religion and Christianity. So the benefit of Jesus coming to earth is God with us. You see, when Adam disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden, man became separated from God. So he sent Jesus to redeem the man that he had created. Now in Galatians 4, 4, 4, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Now, here it says that in the right time, when the right time came, God sent Jesus. You know, we talk about being born again by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we talk about we new, 
new person. But you know, some people say, well, Jesus made it possible for us to have a new way of life. No, he made it possible for us to have a new way of living life. Jesus came to earth for one reason, and that was to redeem mankind from Satan's tyranny. It's great to think about away in the manger and all silent night, and which is one of my favorites is silent night, all those songs. But we need to remember that the message of the Christmas season is God's with us. Emmanuel, God with, with us, his presence is with us. Back in, I believe it was 78, when we took a, two buses to Israel, we were there in Bethlehem, and then we went out to a place that they think is where the, the they don't know for sure, they don't know about any of those places for sure, but they think this is in the general area where those shepherds were. And there was a little it wasn't a cave. It was just sort of hewn out back underneath on a, a bluff, and it was hewn out, and you could get back in there, get out of the weather and stuff. And we were all in there. Our, we had we had 78 people, I think, and then there was a German group there. And as the guide started talking about that night, the angels came and sang. Somebody started singing Silent Night, and we all picked it up. And I still remember that it was, it was chilling. I mean, uh, it was something. I, I don't have the words to articulate it in, in speech. I just know what I felt. And I thought, maybe this is what the shepherds felt when those angels sing, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Now, so we need to realize he came to be with us at this season of the year. But he also promised never to leave us nor forsake us. He also promised to be with us even to the end of the way, according to the scriptures. Now, this is also a season in which we need to remember that God has given us his promises. Now, I'm going to read from Luke 1, 30. You know, at this time of year, you're going to hear Luke 2 and Luke 1. And some of the other scriptures. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus, and he will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this be? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and now in her sixth month. Elizabeth brought John the Baptist that was the forerunner of Jesus. Now, 37, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded. Now, here, here's what I want to get on. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Here the angel came to inform her that she had been chosen and so forth. The angel 
I mean, what the angel said didn't fit within the scope of human reasoning. She might have easily refused it, but she didn't. She said, may everything you have said about me come true. What the angel said to Mary reinforced God's promises of Isaiah seven fourteen, that the Christ child would be born of a virgin. Now, God kept his word and sent his son into the earth. He fulfilled that promise that he would send a redeemer for mankind. And during this Christmas season, we need to remember if God kept that promise, surely he will keep all the other promises that we have in this word. See, this is a season to remember the present, the, the promises of God. And, and you need to keep in mind, if God was faithful to make sure that promise came true, then he will be faithful to make sure that all the promises that are to you come true and the promise that he will come again. There in Acts 1, 8, they said, those angels said, why stand you gazing this same Jesus will come again. You see, you know, if God ever fulfilled one promise, then we have an assurance that he'll fulfill all of them. You know, the promise of his son coming came and he came with promises. He came with salvation, promise of salvation, the promise of healing, the promise of safety and deliverance, the promise of provision and, a, and abundance. Every promise that God made will surely come to pass. That's the message of the Christmas season. God keeps his promises to those who believe. Now let's remember something else about this season. God has given us peace. And suddenly, Luke 2, 9, the angel of the Lord appeared among them. The radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, said, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find the babe wrapped in snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others. The armies of heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in the, high, in the highest heaven. And peace on earth to those, whom God is, to, to those with whom God is pleased. Peace on earth. You see, he came that we might have peace. He came to fulfill the prophecy, the promise of Isaiah. He came to be with us, God with us, Emmanuel. He came to give us every promise that he ever made. Now, the Prince of Peace had come. A child that was born in the manger was the Prince of Peace. He came to take away the barrier of hostility between God and man. You remember when Adam got kicked out of the garden, 
there, he, there was no longer could man come to God. But because Jesus came, the season came in which he was born. Because he came, the child of God came. Now we can once again have fellowship with God. Now, even Adam had fellowship with God in a personal human relationship. We have fellowship with God in a spiritual relationship. One of these days when he comes again, we will have it in another, another realm. You see, the peace of God came through one child. The child of Bethlehem. Peace. You know, as we begin to look at this, the Son of God became the Son of Man so that there might be peace between God and man. Today, many people, including Christians, are not living in peace. The reality of God's peace is far from them. They live in fear because they don't understand God has brought what God has brought them through Christ. That's why it's so important for you to understand redemptive realities that Paul talks about in his epistles who we are in Christ, what we have in Christ. We need to remember the promise of God's peace, especially during the Christmas season. This can be a a season in which people get all bent out of shape. They get under pressure, uh, the burdens and cares of life. The Christmas season causes some people to labor and have stress because of all the demands that's put on them. Financial pressures because they can't, they're buying more than they should or they can't buy what they want to buy. But Jesus makes it possible for us to live in peace. However, we have to renew our minds with the reality of this peace. Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. This peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. You know, he said, he said there, my peace I give to you, not as man gives. A peace that, not, that people can't understand. In the middle of your wildest trial, you can have peace because of Jesus. Remember during this Christmas season, the peace of God has come And let it rule and reign in your thoughts and in your activities. Let the presence of God rule in your thoughts. Let the promises of God be ever in front of you, knowing that they will come to pass if you will simply believe. During this Christmas season, I want us to remember as God's children... God's presence with us. God's promises are for us. And God's peace is within us. You You know, perhaps you're saying, well, wait a minute. I I don't have any peace. Well, all you got to do is do what I told you to do right here. You're born again. You're a Christian. So just begin to renew your mind with the word. Begin to confess that you have peace. Because this is the season 
in which we should remember he came as a babe. He lived for 33 years as the son of man anointed by God. He died on Calvary's hill as the sacrifice for sin. He arose and sat at the right hand of the father making intercession for us now. Everything that God has ever said came to pass with a baby that was born in a manger in Bethlehem. Heavenly Father, I've simply for a few minutes just tried to stir up these people's pure minds and the fact that remember this season and what it all represents. I've just touched on a few things, but it represents so, so, so much more. Help us all to look at this. And may we enjoy the presence of God with us. May we enjoy the promises of God coming to pass. And may we live in the peace of God. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. I didn't go long tonight, but that was good anyway. Amen. Amen.